0: Welcome to our AP World History Modern podcast by students for students. students. We are taking AP World History Modern during the 2021-2022 school year. Um, Our topic today is 1.2, Dar al-Islam within period 1. Dar al-Islam is a very prevalent source of technological and cultural innovation in early world history and continues to thoroughly develop throughout the course. To begin with, um, quoted directly from the Strayer textbook, um, your best friend after the death of Muhammad in 632, Islam spread rapidly outward from Arabia, and so Islam, um, spreaded um, into areas such as India and Spain. Do you know where else, Aliyah?
1: North Africa and the Middle Eastern,
0: yes. Yeah, so, northern Africa and Middle Eastern regions were um, very popular places where Islam was spreading to, um, such as like Mecca and. Cordoba. Uh-huh. Um and Islam was built and based upon certain foundations of actually Judaism and Christianity. Um, Aliyah, how did they spread their religion? Would you like know by any chance? The Sufis missionaries. Yes, the Sufi missionaries. Um, so do you know how they spread their religion? By going around
1: and spreading the word.
0: Yes. And they also did that through like um, local events, they would, um, accommodate, um, gods into events to promote, uh, a popular Islam. And yeah, sometimes you would, um, see them tr- during,
1: while they were trading.
0: Yes, so trade was also, like, a very common way for Islam to spread, but trade, like, has always been, like, a big facilitator for, um, different cultures. Um, I think that's really interesting. Um, but, Islam, throughout, like, the entire course, Islam, Judaism, Christianity, they really continue to shape societies within Africa and Asia because, like, religion is a very big topic in the early world. It's how people connected. Um, It was a really big facilitator for um, cultural exchange, um, as trade was. But getting back on topic with Muhammad, Mm -hmm. um... So he was believed to be the last true prophet of Allah. Wait, let me guess. He died in six thirty two. Yeah. So his death was in six thirty two, and after that, he was he was a big um, cultural motivator, religious motivator, whatever. Um, but with that, and with Islam came the spread of you know a lot of other um, a lot of other changes in scholarship, like um, oh. Do you know any of the, like, early, renowned learning centers? The House of Wisdom? Yes, the House of Wisdom. That was a very, like, prevalent thing in the text, I believe. But, so scholarship was a was a big thing um, and became a lot more prevalent um, with the House of Wisdom. Um, like, Muta mutazalites? Muta Z- how do you say it again, Aaliyah? Mutazalites. 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 Um, do you know what they did by chance? Started a school inspired
1: by the Greek texts.
0: Yes, and the Greek text, well, translation became to like it began to become like a much bigger thing. I'm um, translating the works of um, like major literature figures. Um, I actually believe, yeah. So, Islam scholars followed the Prophet Muhammad's teaching, obviously. And um with their knowledge they translate literary classics into Arabic um and they saved the works of um figures such as Aristotle and other Greek thinkers from Oblivion. Um but let's move into the powers associated with Islam. Aliyah, do you know any of the powers associated with Islam? Delhi Sultanate, Mumluk Sultanate, no, Mumluk Turks. Right? No, it so a mom-like sultanate. You had to, oh, had to write the first time. Oh, I had to write
1: the first time. Always go with your gut, guys. No matter what.
0: Yeah, test-taking, go with your gut, because... Honestly, it's going to suck when you, like... Because
1: you're always going to have that one question where it's, like, two options look exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I want to click one of them, but you just can't, because you have to click one of them.
0: Right, like, you have the dud, and then you have, like... The answer is meant to trick you. I hated that. Yeah, AP. especially in the AP test. Okay, but the Mamluk Sultanate—that's a really good example because um, they were Egyptian Mamluks. They were um enslaved people. Uh huh. And they really rose um from their place, especially like with the caste system. I think um that's a really interesting topic within AP. Oh
1: my gosh! Yeah, I remember learning the caste system within one. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Japan. it was in. Yeah, it was in the. Like, very beginning of the Yeah,
1: year. I learned it over the summer. That was actually our summer assignment. Oh, was my gosh. I, I learned The caste summer system. Summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And John Green.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yes. Use John Green as a source. That's such a good idea. Mm-hmm. But, um, so the Egyptian Mamluks, they were enslaved people. Um, they were mainly, they were mainly Turks from Central Asia. Um, They're also soldiers, but they eventually became bureaucrats um, because they won political control of various Muslim states in the Middle Ages um, and the Mamluk generals. Um, I think that's a really interesting topic. What do you think, Aliyah? The Mamluk generals? Yeah, because... um, Well, they established, like, a whole dynasty. Oh, um, what dynasty? That's, like, the whole Mamluk Sultanate. Oh, Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that really, like, from... Their original place as like, slaves. They create a lot more opportunity for advancement within their lives. Um, But, oh my gosh, trade. Trade, that's a huge thing. The topic of, like, colonism and trade, um, colonizing uh, later on, that's a really big thing. But, so, whenever, like, these European powers became to, like, well, they began to, you know, show up really early on especially whenever the portuguese and the europeans were like gradually establishing new trade routes Mm -hmm. and that really led to the Mamluks having less power um but moving on to the delhi sultanate um oh do you know where they originated from central asia yeah they were central asian and they were like turkish soldiers um and they (laughs) <laughs> yeah um so they established the Delhi Sultanate um that was in northern India um there's not like a ton of um information that you'd really need to note on them but um eventually they were conquered by the Mughals. Oh. not to be confused with the Mongols absolutely not yes that too. we learned things. about the Mongols in the summer assignment yes we did mm-hmm. um Straight oh your text, guys is your best friend use it <laughs> um, so the last, like, noteworthy power of Islam that was, um, emerging during 1.2, the Seljuk Turks. Mm-hmm. And you said that one earlier. Yeah, I did. So, the Seljuk Turks, did you know that they were Muslims?
1: Yes, they were Muslim soldiers, right?
0: Um, I believe so, but they were conquering parts of the Middle East, and they were led by the Sultan. Ooh, like Jafar. Like Jafar. Arabian Nights. Oh my god, yes. Like cool. Arabian Nights. <laughs> okay, so... Um, they were led under a sultan. Um, they extended their power to Western China. Here's the real question. Did he act like Jafar? You know what? He probably did. I need to watch it on Hulu. <laughs> yeah. Shameless plug for Aladdin. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Should we... Continue on the topic of Seljuk Turks, or should we cover the said before that? Because I think that I think the absid, because we haven't covered that ever. Yeah, I don't think it's something that's like you know super noteworthy, but I think that the strayer text covers it a lot better. Yeah, like, yeah, okay. So, going off of like your prior knowledge, um, any other sources you've used, um, the Seljuk Turks did like really reduce the roles of high ranking absid. Um, they also, okay, so the Caliph and the Chief Sunni, um, Mm -hmm. didn't they hold, like, a lot of religious authority? Yeah. Yeah. So, the Abseds like, one really big difference between the Abseds and the Seljuk Turks was that the Abseds allowed, um, um, a little bit more freedom, religious freedom, because they allowed Christians to travel to, um, their holy monuments, and the Seljuk Turks did not. So moving on to the topic of trade. Um, also like the spread of various things through trade. Um, culture, technology, disease. Disease. That's mm-hmm. a huge
1: topic that's gonna come on later up, like in what unit? I think unit that's, three.
0: Oh, uh,
1: yeah, unit I three. So. Que- like that's that's a unit three thing, because mm-hmm. that's where like land based empires are. Oh
0: my gosh, land based empires. That's, oh my gosh.
1: who's your favorite land
0: based empire, though? Oh my god, you know what? I really liked learning about the Portuguese. I really liked learning about the Japanese one. Oh, my gosh. it uh, yeah. for Also. Just to find me through their- my samurai. Their ship technology. That was crazy. Oh, yeah, that was crazy. That was insane. Anyways, oh nice, guys, back on topic. Straight <laughs> through Baghdad. Oh, my God, yeah. Do you know where the route shifted? That was north, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, after that, Islam begins to fragment politically. Um... Also, I think it's interesting and important to talk about, like, influences from Abstad practices and the Mamluks before them, because those, like, those concepts really, um, shaped and continued to form cultural regions, and then, obviously, um, Islam's still spreading, still spreading very rapidly, um, it's actually, wasn't it, like, the largest religion? It took over, like, most of the Middle East, like, it was, it was crazy, Mm -hmm. um, and it's still expanding, like, through the activities of merchants, missionaries, the Sufis, um, obviously. We also, we talked about the Mongols conquering what remained of the Abbasid Empire, you know, mm-hmm. no more Seljuks, Um But uh, state formation and development, um, that was a really interesting topic as well because that's, you know, demonstrating commun- continuity Um, diversity and innovation within many areas because obviously we wanted to talk about like the cultural um and the economic developments within 1.2 um but really muslim muslim rule that was that was a big topic because um we talked about how um after muhammad's death um you know a lot of uh, powers were arising and Muslim rule continued to expand to many parts of Afro-Eurasia um, due to military expansion. And I think that, you know, there were a few like very minor powers too because there was um oh my gosh, there was the Demis they were non-Muslim subjects of the Ottoman Empire and they were, they were protection, they were people hired by the states they weren't even soldiers but they were a, a prevalent power. Oh. um, You know what, I think that um I think that we can finish off with um cultural continuities and cultural innovations. Mm. Um so we talked about the House of Islam, but we can also talk about um you know those Islam scholars who are following the Prophet Muhammad's teaching because you know they were translating literary works um and a lot of cultural innovations those were built on the intellectual achievements of other cultures. Um like the golden age of baghdad scholars they made their own achievements too that's really interesting to touch upon um like do you know any like important names within like that culture
1: uh i'm not okay i'm going to like butcher their names i know but is it like nasir aldin al-tusi um. Yeah, I believe so. What did he do? The most celebrated Islamic scholar. Oh yeah. He is. His logic came from ethics, philosophy,
0: law, and astronomy. Yeah, that's actually really cool. Well, astronomy is so fun. Yeah, I believe he made like a bunch of de- developments in astronomy.
1: Yeah, and then uh, Ashia al, Bu, most prolific female. Muslim before the 20th century, she had a broad education. Yeah. um Most of her poetry describes her journey towards the mystical
0: illuminations. Oh, yeah. The mystical illuminations. I think that's really interesting. That is interesting. Um, uh, I think there's one more. Um, Oh, yeah. There was Al-Razi. Um, oh, my God, Al-Razi. I remember him. Yeah, because he discovered sulfuric acid, like – okay so technology that was becoming like a lot more common but um science science is becoming a lot more prevalent like sulfuric acid so i think that yeah we can wrap up now because i think we we covered a lot of like um miscellaneous stuff too Mm -hmm, we covered um, a lot
1: plus we're like Three minutes away from leaving.
0: Yeah. And so, <laughs> like, concluding, um, let's get to this uh, Le- learning objective. Yeah, this learning objective. So, with Judaism coming first, people in Asia and Africa took some aspects of Islam and used some of their own beliefs to create new cultural practices, um, making people feel entitled and connected, um, and it became the center of, like, various aspects of the world later on, wars, um, connection, you know. Okay, so what is some advice that you would give to future AP World History Modern students, Ilya? Well, based off my experience, I would definitely say, like, keeping
1: up with your homework, reading the text. I know it seems, like, very cliche to say this, like, you know, especially at the beginning of the year, that you should keep, um, doing your homework and stuff like that, because I know some people don't. But in AP, your homework does catch up with you. And once you start, like, letting go of your homework, you definitely will, like,
0: forget to do it. Mm-hmm. Jen, what would you give like? Oh, my gosh. Price? Okay. I think that I would definitely pay more attention whenever we're doing, like, essays and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because, okay, I... I don't, have you gotten a five on any of your essays? Mm-mm. I've only gotten like a, like, a three. I think that was my highest one. Sorry. Yeah, I think my highest one was a four. Because, um, so, those essays, mm. I would really like to be better at writing them, but there's just so much to, like, to keep put up into it, mm-hmm, yeah. whenever you're writing it. And I just think that, like, being really diligent and, like, paying attention and really putting in the effort to, like, perfect those, those I'd, like, be so much better if I just did that. Mm. Um, so... Our what would you part? do differently oh, yeah. if you could take the course again, though, Jen? Um, what would I do differently? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think that I would probably, like... <laughs> okay, what would you do differently? Well, since you can't think of one, I definitely
1: have one. I would... No, I'm just kidding. Um, I would definitely <laughs> say that if I had to do the course all over again, I would definitely try to stay up with my grade. I did that in, like, the first term. And then, like, the rest of the terms, I just let it go because I was like, oh,
0: yeah, because you have like that really good motivation at the beginning of the year, and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to stay on top of this. And, you know, you're Mm -hmm. like three months in, you're like,
1: oh, man. (laughs) But, yeah, that's definitely something I would do differently, was just stay on top of my stuff, and, you know, um, listening to the teacher, definitely, like, taking
0: more notes. Oh, yeah. I think I think that I would, like, just study more, like, on my own. Because, mm. you know what, I definitely didn't enjoy, like, okay, that final stretch with studying towards the exam. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's catching up with me. I wish I would just, like, prepare it throughout the year instead of, like, mm. you know, a month or so before the exam. But I guess that, that only really applies if you, like, decide that you want to take the exam and paid for it. But, you know, College Board. Also, what are some, like, good sources for AP? Uh, Twerry's What's website. Something? Oh, Twerry's my gosh. Website, yeah. definitely. Also, John Green. Oh, my. Um, Heimler's History.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and definitely the, the text. Mm-hmm. The textbook that he uses. Oh, you
0: got, you got Freemanpedia.
1: Thank you for listening to our AP World History Modern Podcast by students for students. Best of luck on your AP exam. Goodbye.